And Eric. Two. I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. I feel like it needs more of a pump up here. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here in the beautiful, the glorious, the gorgeous Pleasant Picture Studio in Provo, Utah, with the one, the only, Mr. Eric Robertson. What up? We are so so excited to be here on the podcast with you. <laughs> I've been listening to lots of new podcasts lately Okay. because I haven't felt like we're going to get into this. Oh, well, this is episode 66. Speaking of getting into it, I'm too depressed to make goals, exclamation point. Or you could also call this reflecting on your year in a way that won't horribly depress you. Or I'm too depressed, tired, unmotivated, drained, hate everything to make goals. <laughs> or where's the chips? Pass the chips. That's all I want to do is lay in bed and eat chips. Oh, chips are so delicious. So... Here's what I want to talk about. The first thing I want to talk about is, one, I'm so glad you're here. This episode is life-changing. Like, every episode. Just gets better than the last. I don't believe in doing things that aren't life-changing. So that's my standard. Number two, like I said, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and I've been so depressed that I haven't wanted to listen to anything. So I've been listening to new things in an effort to find the spark of life again. It didn't work, but it did. It did expose me. There's just so many different types of podcasts. Well, it's unlimited, right? I mean, there's a podcast for every niche. One thing that I've noticed about us is we don't like a lot of chit-chat. Have you noticed that? Have I noticed that? We don't do a lot of chit-chat. Yeah. There are podcasts where they literally, it's an hour and a half long episode, and it's a half hour interview with someone, and they do a half hour of chatting before and a half hour of chatting afterwards. Oh, yeah. I do know what you mean, and I don't ever get through the chit chat. It's like, get to the point or I'm not listening. But the thing is, is these are wildly popular podcasts that have huge audiences. And so I know that we can both just discount it and be like, man, we don't want to do that. Well, I'm really happy for them. But I mean, like, <laughs> if no. people are enjoying that, I'm, I'm glad. No, no, no. I just think it's interesting and a good reminder. There's always merit in things that maybe don't appeal to you. Totally. But I also think there, what is the merit in the chit chat, right? Like why, what is it that people love? Because well, it's like in college, you didn't like to hang out. I don't like hanging out to this day. Like hanging out and chit chatting, but so many people enjoy that. Well, I mean, I guess I like, like, I like talking about what I like to talk about. Yeah. And other people like to just connect shoot and the, shoot the breeze. Shoot the breeze. Yeah. So I don't know. I just think it's interesting. There's not a lot of breeze shooting. But one thing I think, what is the point of this thing that I don't connect to? And what can I learn from it? And then there is there a way for me to apply it in my own life? This is the system that I'm going through. And the reason why I bring it up is I want to share about, you know, a little chit chatty ish about what's been going on for me and then how it resulted in what our topic is today. Okay. So, so you don't seem excited about that. I'm like so excited right now. <laughs> Thank you. I need a lot of enthusiasm <laughs> and verbal affirmation. I don't know if anyone's noticed. So apparently Eric pointed out to me that this happens. Does it really happen every year? I don't feel say like Say what does. you're going to say. I don't. That I get depressed at the end of the year. Uh, Maybe just the last couple years. Well, because what happened in 2017 at the end of the year is that I got hit by a car. So yeah, I did probably get a little bit down that year. You were, I, you were high last year. You did. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, like, oh no, not high, like in a place of goodness, highness, no, no like high stoned, on medication. high on yeah. medication. Yes, I was. I was stoned and high on medication because I was in, uh, you can listen, I think it's like episode 40 or 41. So this is, this is my opinion on this. Okay. You are often discontent with where you are in life. It's what makes you great. And it's also your challenge. The end of the year gives you a concrete, like, okay, now this is a, like a, a Hugh, stop. Charlie Brown, where, where Christmas can, tree. Yeah. Well, like, it's like, okay, this is the end of the year. How was my, you know, I'm not as famous as I want to be. I'm not as rich as I want to be. I'm fatter and, than I was. Yeah. So this True is, story. <laughs> so whenever you reflect, your discontentment just really That's shines. why I don't like to reflect. Yeah. No reflecting. But, but. I do. You like to reflect. 
I find it so depressing to reflect. So yes, that happened. But to be fair to myself, I also was getting my period, which I have very extreme severe uh, PPMD uh, hormone things that happen with my period. And on top of that, the entire month of December was very, very triggering for me as it was the first year anniversary of my trauma um, being hit by a car while jogging. And I just would like to say that dates are funny if you can. When somebody loses a loved one or is in a horrific accident or something really serious happens on a day to someone, if at all possible, note it in your calendar. I'll tell you why is because they're not going to forget the day. I can't get over what significance the date had and I didn't intend for it to have any significance. But I carried that date with me for an entire year and everything that it would mean a year after. And I I don't want to talk about it too much. Obviously, I'm feeling emotional about it. But I just want to share that is my friend Ashley... Ashley's Fresh Fix said, hey, this week is the week you got hit by a car and I put it in my calendar and how are you doing? And I was doing horribly and I really, it meant a lot. And then I had a couple of friends who obviously didn't remember because I don't expect anyone to remember. And it is not like me to say, hey, I want to remind you that this really hard thing happened. I just feel stupid and ashamed. Anyway, I did to one friend say, hey, this is actually happening right now. And she was so glad that I told her. So all of that is to say that dates matter. They bring up a lot of feelings and emotions. If you feel this way about whatever your trauma is, you're not stupid. I'm not stupid. It's a real thing. And if at all possible, let's use it to learn how to reach out to those around us. So that's what I want to say about that, which also adds to I have had an incredibly hard month. I have had an incredibly difficult week. I have been very, very low. Uh, I don't like reflecting. I don't feel like I ever did enough. (laughs) And a lot of what 2018 was for me was accomplishing things and growing in ways that you cannot see. And therefore, I have a hard time seeing not less weight on the scale, more weight on the scale, more money, but not as much money as I wanted. You know, things went successfully, but things didn't blow me out of the water. Now, did they not blow me out of the water because my tolerance for things being successful has increased and so things incrementally have to be insanely huge? That might be it. It could also be that I spent the year healing from very serious um, injuries. I don't know. There's a lot of things happening. I did do a lot this year. Yeah, you totally did. You did a lot this year, Eric. I did. And you at home did a lot this year. But that's what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about being too depressed and unmotivated to make goals. I want to talk about making goals in 2019 without properly assessing where we are, though. And I just think we would be doing ourselves a huge disservice. That would be continuing the destructive pattern that I have done in the past to only constantly focus on where I'm going and not have gratitude and appreciation for what I've learned this year and what I have accomplished. Now, here's why this matters. I have accomplished what I want to accomplish. I said this to my friend the other day. I can't think of a single thing that I've wanted to do in the last, like since since becoming, let's say like 24 or 25, I cannot think of a single thing I've wanted to do that I haven't done. Can you, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. I mean, I want to write a book, but the reason I haven't written a book is because I'm not sure what I want the book to be yet. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to write it, it would be written. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying this to brag. I'm saying this that I still don't feel good. Mm -hmm. I I still don't feel like it's enough. I still don't feel like I've accomplished anything. Mm -hmm. So then that begs the question, what the hell is my problem? And my problem is that I keep thinking that I will achieve or accomplish something and it will change how I feel. Achieving things does not change the way you feel. Changing your thoughts is how you change the way you feel. Totally. Amen. That is the problem. So what I crafted, what I created, what woke me up out of this horrible funk that I have been in 
This depression is I woke up this morning and it flowed to me, through me, around me, how to frame what I could have accomplished in 2018 in a way that I can actually see it, appreciate it, be grateful for it, learn something from it, and then use it to help set the direction for my next year. Yeah. And that's you did, what, it, you did it in like an hour. It, Oh, I literally did it in an hour, which just goes to prove one of the biggest lessons I learned in 2018 is because I was so injured, because I was physically unable to work at the level that I am used to working at, I had to have faith and let go in a lot of ways that I could still accomplish what I needed to accomplish without all this struggle and turmoil and quote unquote work. And what I realized is so often the actual time it takes to accomplish the thing we want to accomplish is very little time. There's just a lot of struggling and turmoil around it. I did this in about an hour and it's fantastic. Now I suffered for it for a few weeks. So I hope you really do appreciate it. But I want you to have this and I'm calling it best year ever. But if you're listening to this when it's not the beginning of the year, it doesn't matter. Download it and use it to assess where you are right now and use it to come up with some goals or ideas or more empowering thoughts of where you want to go in the next few months. So how are you going to get this? If you are subscribed to my Thought Nugget newsletter, then it's going to show up. It's going to come to you. I'm going to send it in the email probably the same day this goes out. So go and check your inbox. If you're not subscribed, then you go to theallisonshow.com. That's Allison with one L forward slash subscribe. And, or you can just go to theallisonshow.com and a pop-up will appear that asks you to subscribe. You're going to subscribe. And when you subscribe, this will be one of the downloads that we automatically send you. So this gets you into my thought nuggets and they're really good. We remind you about podcast episodes and you should want them in your life because I know other people say that their newsletters are good, but mine is actually good. So (laughs) that's also where I send out playlists and we're going to send you downloads like this. So this episode, if you don't want to go and download that right now, I get it. You don't like being told what to do. It really will be really helpful for you to have it. If not, I want you to just um, think about it right now and then download it later. Does that feel fair? feels very fair. Okay. That feels fair. Fair and just. Fair and just. Best year ever. This is your best year ever. Work it worksheet. And this is what I want to say to you. This upcoming year will be your best year yet. How can I be so freaking sure? Because if you are participating in this work at worksheet, you are looking to grow. When we grow, we become more of the awesome, amazing human we already are. We have always been and have always intended to become. And regardless of what life is going to present to you this year, you do not have the ability to just go through it. You have the ability to grow through it. But like I said, growth can be sneaky and hard to spot. For me, I get fixated on the numbers Uh, the Instagram followers, the numbers in the bank account, how well the product did, the numbers on the scale, okay? This is gonna help us assess things that are harder to measure Um, because focusing on things that just have numbers is very, very limiting and also will not lead to happiness and the growth that we want. How do I know this? Because I have tried it. You are welcome. I saved you the time. (laughs) So filling out this assessment will help you identify areas where you've grown or it might also show you places, oh, I would like to grow there. So I have done a five-sector approach. This is five areas of your life. We're going to be assessing them. And I believe that you need all five of these areas in order to have a whole, healthy, balanced life. I don't just believe that. Scientists believe it. Some people do it as four areas, and there's lots of different ways to dice it up. I just want you to know we're including all of them, and these are how I divide it up for myself. Now, I also believe in treating the cause, not the symptoms. I do not think that it is important to lose 10 pounds. I think it is important to understand why you eat, to understand what you are using eating to compensate for in your life, and then figure out how to treat that in order to help you get to the healthy weight that you have identified, right? So you are maybe going to have to blow your mind a lot to be like, 
but I want to lose 10 pounds, but I want to lose 10 pounds. You can lose 10 pounds and then gain it right back. Raise your hand if you've done that. Oh, I'm raising my hand. Eric, raise your hand. Raising. I don't see it. There it is. Okay. You can make $10,000 and it won't be enough money. That is why all of these goals are centered around, yes, lose 10 pounds, make $100,000. I can do that and you can do that. I really believe that. But if we don't feel good enough to enjoy it or understand how and why we're doing it, what's the point? There's literally no point. You can That's ar- why celebrities and rich people are often miserable. I mean, and commit mean, suicide. Yeah, exactly. This so, so anyway, listen to all of our other podcast episodes to understand why that's the point. <laughs> okay? Now, we start by assessing the past year. So now you've got your best year ever work at work sheet and here are the five sectors: mental and emotional health. Body, physical, spiritual, higher purpose or meaning, social slash relationships, and number five is your work, your skill, your school, or achievement. So I'm going to recap your five sectors for a whole and happy life, mental slash emotional health, your body slash your physical health, your spiritual, higher purpose health, your social, your relationships, that health, and then also your work, skills, achievements. Noticed how I put those last. I did that for myself. I did that for you. Now, I have a series of questions to help you assess the past year. This is so good. Are you excited about this? Heck yeah. Let's do it. Okay. The first question for your mental and emotional health to help you assess the past year, how much time did you spend suffering emotionally or mentally without seeking help? Or did you get help when needed? Why is this the first question? Because if nothing else in my life, I got help this year. I went to a trauma therapist I would have never done that in the past. When I needed help at my work, I hired more people. I went to a physical therapist. I mean, never in my life have I been quicker to get help when I need it. That's true. That doesn't show up on a scale. It doesn't show up in the balance book. Eric, how do you feel about this? I didn't get help, but I didn't feel like I needed that much help. Okay. I mean, I don't want to sound arrogant. I don't think I like mentally suffered that much this year. Um, I, on the other, On the other five sectors. There's other ones there that were a lot tougher for me than this one. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that sums you up as a person. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The next question is, what was your bounce back like? Do you feel your resilience has increased, decreased, or stayed the same? I'm interested to see what you have to say on that. I think, well, it's interesting. This question depends on what I like what I do to help me do this. So I guess at times it was better and at times it was worse when I meditate and and take care of myself, then my bounce back is faster. So it's it's both it was it was increased and decreased this year. I love that. There's no right or wrong way to answer these questions. Like Eric said, he's like, well it depends. Well great. I think what that just did, Eric, is it was it's helping you become aware of oh, my bounce back, my resilience is much higher when I meditate. Oh, totally, yeah. So what this is doing is it's helping you assess moving forward next year, maybe that meditation is something you want to spend a little bit more time on. No, yeah, that's why this is really valuable. Okay, great. Then now I'm just going to go through some of these because like I said, this is a, is detailed. I don't know how long it will take you to do, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes or something. Is there a better way to spend your time? I don't think so. But this is a really important question and something that I think, again, this is for our mental and emotional health. How aware of your thoughts have you been? Has your self-awareness increased, decreased, or stayed the same? Mine's increased. And mine has increased as well. And I think doing the podcast, or even hopefully for you guys listening to the podcast, has, I hope, really helped your awareness of your thoughts increase. And then I put this question in there. Do you feel led mostly by emotions or thoughts? And I'm not framing it as bad or good. I just think it's something to think about. In the past, I feel like I've been very, very led by emotion and this year by thought. I think in some cases, being led by emotion is great. And in some cases, being led by thoughts is great. I just think being aware of what's leading you is the important factor. Totally, yeah. 
And then do you feel like you were better, the same, or worse at stepping back from situations and looking at them objectively? And then think of some examples. And I think it would be really awesome for you guys to think of some examples in your life where you were able to step back and look at them objectively. So now we're able to move into our body and physical. Ooh, these are so good. I'm so happy about these. Are you ready? What types of thoughts did you have most about your body? I just think that, okay, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. Because maybe your only goal is to lose weight. And what I'm asking you to do is what ask you, what types of thoughts are you having most about your body? You cannot hate yourself into losing weight and keeping that weight off. Is that what you're trying to do right now? And then, ooh, listen to these questions. Did you respect your body through what you fed it? Not, did you eat healthy? Did you do your no sugar challenge? Did you respect your body? I'm just getting so bold in what I think, right? (laughs) Did you respect your body through what you fed it? Did you respect your body by moving it? When did your body physically feel the best? When did your body physically feel the worst? Has your acceptance of your body increased, decreased, or stayed the same? Has your gratitude for your body increased, decreased, or stayed the same? What did you learn that was empowering about your body? So yeah, I was in bed and not able to exercise for a lot of the year. Whatever, I don't care. Whatever your thing is. I have my thing, you have your thing. But my gratitude for my body has increased. And I learned a lot of really empowering things about my body at the end of 2018, especially that I'm very excited to bring into 2019 with me. One of the biggest things is I read the book, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. It talks about the effects that different foods can have on our like um, different parts of our brain. I get that that is like kind of a duh for everyone else. But for me, I was like, oh, so you're saying I can't just drink caffeine and eat sugar and not get anxious all the time? (laughs) Right? Like where you could frame that a million other ways, but by reading it in the terms of the science of this part of the brain is affected by these supplements and these vitamins, it really helped. And so um, I've learned a lot of really empowering things that I'm excited to bring into 2019. So then we move into the third sector, which is the spiritual higher purpose or meaning sector. So whatever spiritual means to you, having a higher purpose or finding meaning in your life. I think this is a really good question. Did you implement or discover any new practices that help you feel connected to a higher purpose? Eric, did you implement or discover any new practices that help you feel connected to a higher purpose? Um, I don't know that I discovered new ones, but I've gotten deeper in the ones that I have. Awesome. So, What example would you like to share with us? <laughs> well, one one actually came from the book, The Three Questions. Oh, yeah. But is that... Um, Don Miguel Ruiz. Don Miguel Ruiz. And... Um, you know, the what is love. It essentially is like loving your body. Yeah, like, respecting your body. And I have gotten deeper and taken that more seriously this I, year. I love that. And then we ask, did you read any books or discover any teachers, podcast ideas that helped you find meaning or connected to a higher purpose? There you go. Now, again, what is the point of all these questions? You're like, well, I'm listening to them right now, Allison. I don't need to go and write them down. No, you do need to go and write them down. Let me tell you why. Your brain is a sneaky, tricky widget. Your attention span is very bad. My attention span. Yeah, seriously, with with all our phone use, I realize that my attention span is so bad. You are thinking that you are thinking about these questions, but I guarantee you are not finishing the thought before you jump to another thought. Yes. So writing them down, I am going to fill this out and write them down. Not even just discussing them with Eric. Writing them down will help you see things that you have accomplished and learned about yourself in 2018. What is the point of this? I do not want you to be too depressed to make goals. I do not want you to be like me and be too depressed and ungrateful to reflect on 2018 and not be able to see the amazing things that you've brought into your life. And not just because I don't want you to be depressed, but because in order to be whatever you want to be and live however you want to live, you need to recognize the good tools when you have them. And this is going to help you do that. So we're going through our spiritual higher purpose meaning. And I love this question. Have you discovered anything new about what you think your purpose is? Um, 
That, I just sprung that on you. I'll share what I've learned. Okay, go for it. Um, one thing that was interesting to me this year is I believe in the power of me talking <laughs> <laughs> through the growth of the podcast and public speaking and my awesome on demand live videos that I've done, Instagram lives, Facebook lives. I love to talk and to teach. I actually feel that my purpose has a lot to do with teaching. I have tried to shift my business around that. And so in 2019, looking forward, I am shifting products and offerings and projects around what I think my higher purpose is. Now, why do I share this? Because again, that's huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's huge. And here I am not appreciating it. But that's huge. I just want to appreciate that and say how grateful I am for that. And that's something I've really struggled and fought for for 10 years. I've been sharing and creating content for years and years. You know, when I started my blog over 10 years ago, podcasts were not really heard of. And over the last few years, podcasts have become more and more popular. And as I have been able to refine my message, which is only you can be you and you're already as awesome as you need to be, believe it for myself and then learn how to teach it this beautiful tool that helps me do it in a way that is honestly easy and convenient for me has come to pass. Right. I mean, that's that's a miracle. That's huge. huge that's yeah. beautiful. And she's crying. That's fine. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> How many times a week would you say you tried to employ a broader perspective? Would you say this has increased, decreased, or stayed the same compared to years past? And then there are three more questions there about your meaning and purpose. Should I, should... I think keep going, keep going, um, because there's so many more, but this into is... Into social and relationships? We've got to give them some incentive to go and yeah. look at themselves. Get your damn download. Okay, Social and relationships. Ooh, this is so good. Okay, I want to talk about this question. Name the five adults that you spend the most time with this year. Now, here's the reason why we're saying this, because there is scientific research uh, that you will start to inherit the traits and personality types, even the weight, the money um, of the people you spend time with. So I think it's really good for you to think about the people you spent your time with. The reason I put adults is because if you are a parent, you could spend a ton of time with your children. I don't know. Are they exempt from this? I'm thinking it has to do more with like your peers. Well, I don't even care about that. The question is just good itself. Name yeah. the five adults so just so you can refer. Like, That's why I said adults. Yes. Though. Yeah. Exactly. Like your peers. Sure. And then I have the question Do you feel you're investing in people who invest in you? Not, are you doing a good job at your relationships? But hey, I'm going to ask you this question objectively and then you can answer it. And then, ooh, this is so good. I'm so proud of myself for this. <laughs> I ask you, what does a good friend do? And then, are you doing those things? awesome. What does a good parent and or partner do? Then are you doing those things? Here's why they are worded this way. Because if I said, are you a good parent or how was your parenting this year? What's your answer going to be? Most likely. Good. Or fine. It, or if you're a woman, okay. I'm the worst mom in the world. <laughs> right? So first we define what the good is. And then we ask ourselves how we are doing when it comes to our definition. And then I have you assess any people in your life that maybe you can create healthy distance from. And then I love this question, has your gratitude for the people in your life increased, decreased, or stayed the same? Then we move into our fifth and final sector of the, our assessment. How are you guys doing? Are you hanging in there? Hooray! Are we paying attention? Do you have your, your sheet? And then we go into what are one to three things you did this year that you're the most proud of? What new thing did you try that you loved? Was there something new you tried and now you know is not for you? <laughs> what lessons did you learn from your mistakes? And what did you accomplish this year that you have not fully appreciated or shown gratitude for? Ooh, who's that question for? It's for me. It's for you. <laughs> Which means it's for you too. And for me. And then how has your gratitude for your work, your ability to do it, discover it, or have it, has it increased, decreased, or stayed the same? Holy crap. My gratitude for my ability to do my work has both, um, I think, decreased and increased. Decreased maybe with a little bit of a bad attitude and 
things aren't the way I want them to be, that's the bad attitude, but increased because I was physically unable to do the work and now I am physically able to do it. And so I really, I appreciate it. Now, that is the assessment portion of 2018. And I genuinely believe that you will not be depressed after doing it. No, I think it's impossible to be depressed. You can't because the reason I feel- Even if you didn't like the answers. Even if you don't like the answers because they're so empowering because I'm showing you, you're showing yourself how you can improve. The causes, not just the symptoms. This is like, um, you know, those quizzes online, find out what blah, 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 you are. People love taking that. This is like a glorified one that really shows the important things about yourself. Exactly. Okay. Then we get into the now let's get going segment. We've assessed 2018 or whatever portion it is, whatever year it is, and we're moving on into the future. And before I ask you about your goals, before we start you know, you telling me you want to make $100,000 or you want to not hate your mom or, and I'm not trivializing anything. But before we get into that, I ask you this, what do you want? I ask people this in my workshops. I ask people this when I see them one-on-one. What do you want? No, what do you really want? And I want that question to spark something real in you. I want a life that I love. I want a life that I'm proud of. I want peace. I want to feel as awesome as I am, right? What do you really want? Now, if you can't get to the answer of that question, maybe if all you can think of, all I want is to lose the weight or all I want is to make the money, what is it that you think losing that weight will help you feel or be? Or what is it that you think making that money will help you feel or be? That, that's the cause. That's the why. That's what you want. The beautiful thing is, is you can feel that without doing the thing. It's a choice. It's a choice. You can feel beautiful without losing the weight. You can feel rich without making the money because you're, you're choosing that feeling. That's why this is so empowering. And then the second question is, how do you want to feel? Good is not an answer. You need to get detailed. I want to feel peace. Now, the other reason good, I just want to feel good, is not the answer. Is What does that even mean? What does good mean to you? Do you expect to feel good all of the time? Do you think it's realistic to feel good all of the time? No, it's not. No, right? It, it, would, it would be boring. Now, this is how I have been trying to goal plan for 2019, is I've been asking myself this next question. What do I want my days to look like? What do I want to spend my time doing? Because I get to choose that. You get to choose that. We all get to choose that to a certain extent. And then imagine the year is over. What's one thing you'll be sad you didn't do, learn, or try? I love this question. And I actually took time. There's been a little bit of time. Ooh, the magic of audio. (laughs) I took time today and I filled out this worksheet. We got it designed. It looks so cute. I'm so obsessed with the design. And this was a really powerful question to ask myself, what's the one thing? And I'm picturing myself at this exact time next year. And it really, it really blew my mind and shifted some perspective for me. So I'm excited for you to answer that. Now, these questions, can you tell how much I like this? And even after filling it out, I like it even more. So make sure you download it and do it. Can you achieve what you want in life or feel how you want to feel by doing what you're currently doing? And for me, the answer to this question, and the reason I liked a lot of these questions is because it's not just a yes or a no. It kind of opens it up for discussion. And so for me, the answer was a yes and a no. I think I'm maybe trying to juggle too many things. And then very similar question we move to next. Can you achieve what you want in life or feel how you want to feel by thinking thoughts you are currently thinking? Remember, remember, you cannot negatively think yourself into positive results. Bad, negative, yucky, bitter seeds yield bitter fruit. And I just, I just really love that truth. I love it because we see it in nature, but we can also see it in our own lives. How do you feel about that, Eric? Um, you're speaking truth. I believe it. 
Well, I'm glad you believe it. Thanks. And then we move into what habit or habits can you let go of and what thoughts can you let go of? And this was really empowering for me today, this what thoughts can I let go of? And then, woo, woo, and then we get to move into goals. And I love this because the goals really fit on two pages and you could easily um, shrink these down and put them in a notebook or transfer them into a notebook or you could just keep these two pages with you next to your nightstand and they're fun. So I'm excited for you to have them. And just like we reflected on the five sectors, we're going to make goals in the five sectors. So to review, the five sectors were that mental and emotional health, your body and your physical health, your spirituals, um, higher purpose meaning, your social and relationships, and your work, skill, school, achievements. I, I block that all as one. Um, I also want to point this out. If you are a full-time stay-at-home parent, that is your work. Those are your skills. I I really do think that you, to be happy and fulfilled, need some hobbies and some side projects outside of being a full-time parent, just like I need hobbies and projects outside of my full-time work, my day job. Eric, what are some of your hobbies that you've had this year? Because I feel like you've had fun adding some new hobbies in. I think your record collection has been a fun hobby. Yeah, that's been a really fun one. Something that like you really relax with. Yeah, I find actually, you over by your record player. Well, a lot. it's it's the record player and my records, but it actually is that room that I set up. Yeah, it's, I made this little reading room. There's way too many plants. I mean, not in my opinion. No, it's beautiful. It's really, really, the lighting is gorgeous. And this is something I've noticed about Eric is he's really good at making spaces really homey. You're actually much more of like a homemaker than I am. Yeah. Yeah, I really. In that sense. Well, yeah, that's fine. I'm not ashamed of that at all. Yeah. No, I I really enjoy spaces. So um, if anyone wants to hire me as an interior designer, I'm pretty good. (laughs) You're phenomenal. I'll suggest a lot of plants. Uh, And I just, one hobby that I've been working on in the last couple weeks is I want to make little videos of memories. Oh my gosh. I just spent, I spent like five hours. I she made, like, she, okay, it is legitimately cool. Like it's, it's a good. I'm going to post it and yeah, I don't care if it's, anyone it's, likes but it's it. Like, it's like what, eight minutes, seven minutes? It's six and a half minutes okay, long. Okay, six and a half minutes, but it's like a slideshow of our year. Most of it is, I mean, not most, but a lot of it is like travel, like me and you. Well, that's because what we did, that's what we know, did this year. But know, there's but, also like our but, kids' soccer games yeah, and our yeah, kids' but the, but birthday the, parties. What I loved is we were playing Mario Kart tonight and Allison's like, look what I finished. And our kids are like, we're in the middle of a race, literally. They and, did not care And at so all. we paused it and Allison on her teeny tiny phone like tried to get us to gather around it and watch a seven minute slideshow. I don't know that Rad saw more than three. The thing is, is like they are the start. If anybody's going to care about it, it's them because they're in it, yeah, but they don't care they don't about care. it. They just wanted to finish Mario. But anyway, even making that video was part of this for me. It's a new skill too. New skills are well, awesome. And it, it, it's, it's the reflection and the... I mean, my thoughts have been, I didn't do enough. I didn't accomplish enough. Like, what did I do? And I put the video together and again- Holy crap, you did a lot. It, it's it's absurd. Yeah, you would want to punch ridiculous. me in the face knowing I thought that and then seeing the video. But, but here's what I want to stress. And this is why the assessment is the way it is. Because it doesn't matter how much I did. It still didn't feel like enough. That's why we can't assess our year purely on what we did. Because what did I actually do in 2018? I survived. I survived. I survived a really tough accident. I survived trauma. I healed. I mean, I feel like I thrived in some ways, but for a big part of it, it was a year of survival right? and learning how to live and truly live my life. A really big part of 2018 for me was learning how to live offline. And oh, that's, interesting. that's okay. why so many of the pictures of our trips are, you, you guys didn't see them because we went on trips and we traveled and I didn't share it all because I didn't feel like it. For a big part of the year, I didn't feel like sharing. And I was like, what's wrong? I've never had better content to share. I've never had more pictures to share. And I didn't feel like sharing. And you want to know why? I realized later it's because I needed to heal. And I needed to almost relearn how to live and not share. And then 
share from the place that I want to share rather than sharing from a place of obligation. Yeah. And it's still something that I'm learning all of the time. Back to that assessing and the goals. But really, when you assess your year, notice this is not pointing out everything that you did. When I did my assessment today, one thing I really realized, I feel like my connection to a spiritual and higher purpose, I I feel like I was really strong in that in 2017. And in 2018, I kind of took some steps back from that. I love to go all over the place with my faith and have big big existential faith crisis. I, I, I say that facetiously. I don't love to do that, but I do that. I'm able to really see how that affected my year now objectively in a way that I wouldn't have been able to see that before. Yeah. For me, moving into 2019, I kind of have an attitude of, what if I just have a ton of faith this year? Let's just see how that works for me. <laughs> Regardless of whether anything is true, I'm just going to have a ton of faith. That's kind of one of my goals. Like, That's cool. I'm going to have a ton of faith. For me, it's like, why not faith? Because this whole past year has kind of been like, well, nothing I believe is true. So, <laughs> and, and just so you guys know, I mean, that is a, that is a, a, I mean, Eric met me in one of those phases in one of those cycles in our life too. I mean, that's just a very real part of who I am. So I'm not, I don't think I'm shocking anyone over no. here. Um, so now let's move into the goals section. There's just three simple questions for all of those five sectors. I really, really think this is such an important motivating question. Overall, do you feel like you're blank? So your mental health, your body, your spiritual self, your social self is in a place that can allow you to live the life you want. If no, what steps can you take? Man, I, I love that question. I, I really love, hey, do I feel like it's in a place that is going to let me live the life I want? And I love bringing up the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. <laughs> You want a different life. You want to make changes. You need to assess where you are in these different places and ask yourself, do you need to be thinking or do you need to be putting yourself in a different place in order to achieve the life you want? So that question helps you set the goals. Um, And so like, for example, for my mental and emotional health, I said, I need to keep more space for writing and meditating in my life. And I know that's going to help me in every area of my life. And all of these um, five sectors are going to cross over. Don't freak out about like, well, I can't write this down for my emotional health because this has to do with my spiritual health. The whole goal is to create a life you love, not to have it all perfectly segmented. (laughs) Okay. And then the second um, question in each of the sectors is what one to two main goals do you have for your mental and emotional health this year or your physical health or whatever it is. And then I love, love, love this. I'm so excited for you guys to do this with me. And I want you to share your thoughts with me. What would be some empowering thoughts about my mental health or about my body? What would be some empowering thoughts about my work? And I give you examples of empowering thoughts. Now, these are so much fun. Um, Brooke Castillo in the Life Coach School podcast has shared some of her thoughts before. Like one of her thoughts is making money is fun and easy. And I I love hearing her thought. And I'm like, I, I want to believe that. I can believe that. Making money is fun and easy. And then you shared a thought that you learned about money this year that you've been loving. Yeah, Bob Proctor. I follow him on Instagram. I love Bob Proctor so much. I've been saying I'm happy and grateful that money is coming to me more frequently and in greater amounts. That's how, that's how I say that every day, every morning. So I think it would be so cool for you guys to share your empowering thoughts with us. So in each sector, write some of those empowering thoughts. And then this is so fun. How many times have I said this is so fun? I don't care. I think it's really fun. The last page is a list of my awesome thoughts. And then there's, I what I did is I made it so there's two on the page. So I actually folded my piece of paper in half and wrote my empowering thoughts on the page. And then I used my stickers to put it on my mirror and it's on my mirror right now. And then halfway through the year, I might want to write, or next month, I don't know. I might want to write different thoughts on the other side of the page and flip the page over. Maybe you want to print multiple of these and you want to have one at your office, one at school. You want to put one on your refrigerator. And then you're going to be able to see your empowering thoughts that hopefully tie back to your goals all year long. Come on now. (laughs) Who is excited? (laughs) Who is excited for your best year ever? Ever. 
I'm excited for your best year ever. I want you to download this worksheet. It is so cute. I'm so happy with the typefaces. You look very, very happy. I'm really happy. I'm I'm excited. I'm so excited for you guys to have this. I'm excited for you to download it. I'm excited for you to do it. It doesn't matter what time of the year it is. If you want more support in this, then you should join Awesome On Demand. All of this is free. All of this is super beneficial. But if you're like, Allison, I need more. I want to take it to the next level. Well, Awesome On Demand is at the introductory rate in January. And then it's going to bump up like 30 bucks a year and like a couple bucks a month. And so right now, Awesome On Demand is my monthly system. It has two unique audios. It has the Year of Awesome calendar, a new pep talk every month, a new gratitude or a new gratitude practice every month. I've been talking about it a ton, but you should just check it out on my website. Basically, because I'm editing these right now, it's like deep dives into what we talk about. Yes. So if you ever want more of this. Well, and not just more, but you want to um, have more tools to apply it. Yeah. Like you're listening to the podcast, and I think that this podcast episode is a great example of kind of what Awesome On Demand is like in that it's very, very deep dive, apply it, get the worksheet, put it in your life. Let's freaking get going. Right. Now, I am so proud of Awesome On Demand. It is one of my number one goals for 2019 is to grow it and to bring it to more people and to make it the best it can be. I would really love to have you be a part of it. If you like the podcast, if how I talk about life and goals and feeling awesome relates to you, if it helps you, then you're going to love Awesome On Demand. If you don't like the podcast, you should enjoy an Awesome On Demand. (laughs) You shouldn't listen to the podcast. You shouldn't listen to the (laughs) podcast. And I know this seems so simple, but this is something that helped me a lot in 2018 as it wasn't an easy year. I would think, who are people who have in the past helped me? And I should turn to those people. And one of those people is Gabrielle Bernstein. She wrote the book, The Universe Has Your Back. I really enjoyed her book, The Judgment Detox. She has a lot of beautiful meditations that I use. I just, I love Gabrielle Bernstein so much. I'm so grateful to her. I'm so grateful to Brooke Castillo and the Life Coach School podcast. I'm so grateful to, I'm so grateful to Don Miguel Ruiz, uh, the Four Agreements, Three Questions. Um, I love Bob Proctor. And, and there's so many more people. There are so many more people that I love. And I just want to be super clear. I don't personally know any of these people. I know a lot of amazing people. I'm talking about the people that I turn to um, and hang out with that I don't know in real life. But let this be a guiding principle for your life, if nothing else. Spend time with people who speak to you and light you up. And if I do that for you, if Eric does that for you, let us be more a part of your life through Awesome On Demand or listening to the podcast. And I think we mentioned this earlier. Sorry, we did this in two days, but this podcast is so important to me. Eric and I set a goal to do 52 episodes next year. I love this free content. I also have a big goal for myself to send out more writing through my thought um, nuggets, my newsletter. I've even been toying with the idea of posting on the old blog again. Oh, man. (laughs) Because I love writing. I think that's going to help me understand what I want my book to be. Cool. So... I hope that you download Best Year Ever. Again, the way you're going to get that is by subscribing to Thought Nuggets. I'm going to make it so you get it automatically. If you're already subscribed, um, I'm going to send this out when this podcast goes live. So check your inbox. I just want to say you got this. I mean, we recorded the first part of this and I was just coming out of that deep funk. Funk. Another 24 hours has passed. Another 48 hours even has passed. Mm -hmm. I I feel like you can probably even hear it in my voice. Yeah. Yeah. I share the low so that you remember that you can come out of it and you will come out of it. I hope that we give you a lot of tools to navigate it, not to get rid of it and not to not have it because that's not the goal, but to navigate it and come out of it a little bit stronger, a little bit more resilient. Amen. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, Theallisonshow.com is where you're going to find all the things. 
I don't know. Do you have a review, Eric? Yeah, I've got the one. The fun thing about the reviews is, one, thank you guys so much for leaving the reviews on iTunes. It really helps us. Also, when you share the podcast. And the fun thing is that now that I launched Party with Allison, my swag shop, we've got so many good goodies to send you. So um, leave a review and we'll pick one and read it and send you some goodies. This is from SissyBird87. Oh my gosh. Can I just say that every time I listen to you guys, I can feel how supportive and loving you guys are. My husband and I are best friends in the same way. You literally have fun together. Your dynamic is amazing. I have been listening to your podcast as I go through my workday because it keeps me motivated, empowered, and fills me with positivity. They are a total game changer. My favorite so far has been the gratitude practices. I love it so much that I bought the whole thing with the additional practices. If you haven't done it yet, you're missing out. And those are, hey, good plug because those are part of Awesome On Demand, all of the gratitude practices. That's right. She says, if you haven't done it yet, you're missing out just saying. I will never miss an episode. Thank you, Eric, for the music as well. I have loved everything you have played, and my son is dying for me to buy an album. Oh, so wait, who is that? Sissybird87. Sissybird87, thank you so much for sharing that. We appreciate it. It's very, very helpful for me to remember that you are there and you are listening and it is being helpful in some way to you. So I appreciate that and we're sending you so much love. Be sure to shoot an email to awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com. And as always, that's Allison with one L. Don't add two L's. That's not my name. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, That's it. That's it. We're doing a really good job. You're doing a really good job. Hang in there. Hang in there. You're doing it. And I believe in you. Thank you. I want to remind you that only you can be you, and you are already as awesome as you need to be. Eric, what song are you going to take us out on? I'm going to drop a hot beat. This is called Happy Popular. We are adding to Pleasant Pictures Music Club monthly. Here, There's a new collection called Urban Magic Ooh. featuring this track. As always, you can get 20% off with the code AWESOMEWITHERIC. <laughs> Here's Happy Popular. I'm a happy and I'm popular beside. I'm a happy. I'm a happy and I'm popular beside. I'm a happy. 